Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Dr. Todd Curtis. On March 10, 2011, the FAA announced that all chemical oxygen generators from aircraft laboratories had been removed from U.S. airliners for security reasons. While the FAA didn't go into details as to why these were removed, it's very likely because of what the chemical oxygen generators do. They do two things. They generate oxygen for use of a passenger in an emergency, such as a rapid decompression, and as a byproduct of that chemical generation, they generate heat. Some of you may remember the May 1996 crash of ValueJet in Florida that was caused in part by chemical oxygen generators starting a fire in the cargo hold. While use of these generators in some sort of sabotage or hijack event has not happened before, nor is there any publicly known or publicly acknowledged plot to use these, the FAA and other agencies, for whatever reason, decided to do this. As I explained to Michelle DeFoya in an interview on WCCO Radio of Minneapolis on the 11th of March, this could lead to some problems if you have rapid decompression. WCCO. All right, uh, we'll have some NFL news for you after after the bottom of the hour because it sounds like things have moved in a really sour direction there. Meanwhile, I, I don't like the direction of this. Safety equipment removed from airplanes. You know, it, it's not very common, but it is possible that an airplane can, uh, that you can have rapid decompression. And, you know, then they say the little mask comes out, you put it on your face and you can breathe through that. Uh, it, it, that's true in the, the laboratories as well but not anymore. They've taken them out of the bathroom. So let's say you're a passenger on an airline, you're in the bathroom, and they lose pressure. You don't have, a decomp- you don't have that little mask come down. We are joined now by an expert in all of this. Todd Curtis is uh, from airsafe.com. Todd, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Wh- why did this happen? Well, it's a, it's a bit of a mystery. It looks like the FAA, along with other federal agencies, I got together and saw some sort of risk, not an immediate risk, because this is something that they actually decided on some time ago, a risk from the oxygen generators possibly being used for purposes of sabotage. And in order to avert that risk, they had them removed from every airliner in the U.S. We're talking 6,000 planes have had this removed, but why only the ones in the, in the lavatory? Well, it's a technical reason, because in most aircraft, uh, you have two types of oxygen generating systems for the passengers, either ones that are fed from a central set of oxygen bottles or ones that have these small chemical oxygen generators that are installed above the seats. Now, some of you might recall the crash of ValueJet back in 1996. That was due to chemical oxygen generators that were being carried as cargo. It's the same sort of concept. Chemical generation, chemical reaction happens. It generates oxygen plus heat. So apparently, either one or both of those in combination was part of the danger. And again, the FAA is not going to give us details because this is a security-related matter. Yeah, they, they're calling it a security threat. And, and again, we're speaking of Todd Curtis, Ph.D., and uh, from he's an a- aviation safety analyst, an author, and a publisher. So can you, can you sort of, in your imagination, conjure up what this safety threat, security threat would have been? Well, the, the, it goes down to the chemical reaction. That is, uh, by itself, the chemicals that are in the generator may not be explosive at all, but you have something that can generate heat, heat that's hot enough that if you have one or more of these against something combustible, it may cause a fire. And in, and in fact, in the ValueJet case, there are about 150 of these packed in the cargo hold near an aircraft tire 
and apparently one or more of these ignited and the heat from those caused the aircraft tire and other cargo to catch fire and you had an uncontrolled fire in the aircraft and the aircraft lost control. So you have a, a situation where you could have something that would be hot enough to cause something else to, to explode or to burn. Okay, so and the wrong people could have discovered that potential vulnerability and taken advantage of it, and, and it could have been disastrous, I, I guess, is what they're saying. But now let's just say in the rare instance that you are in the bathroom and the plane loses, uh, that it goes into that rapid decompression, what happens to you? Well, it, could, it depends on several things. If there's a slow loss of pressure, something that's noticed by the, by the cockpit crew, where it's not going to be catastrophic or quick, they could uh, warn everyone and get everyone out of the laboratory in plenty of time. But in the case where you have a very rapid decompression, let's say for whatever reason one of the passenger windows pops out, you have a very rapid decompression. If you're stuck in the laboratory, you could pass out. And it, depending on what your medical condition is, it could lead to something more serious, especially if you're left in the laboratory and for whatever reason not recovered and not given supplemental oxygen before it damages uh, your brain and causes other injuries. It's an interesting and a bit of a controversial decision, but, uh, you know, and we have to put our trust in those who, who know this stuff better than we do. Todd Curtis. Uh, again, aviation secure, safety analyst, author, and publisher. Thanks so much for the time today. Appreciate it. Well, thanks again. All right. The final point I'd like to make is that this rule change affects only chemical generators in the laboratory. It has no effect on medical oxygen, which many passengers may carry. And although there are restrictions as to how they can be carried on the aircraft, so long as it's approved for medical use by the passenger, you can still take it on board, and there has been no change in that policy. For further information on what is and is not allowed on the aircraft, please visit airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.